Welcome to the Others and Brothers Podcast. I'm your co-host Sam Marsh. And I'm your co-host Jacob Marsh. Together, we We are are the Marsh Brothers. Hey, thanks for tuning in for another episode of Brothers and Others with Sam and Jacob Marsh. I'm your co-host, Sam Marsh. Unfortunately, no Jacob today as he is sick with the flu bug. One thing that some of you may not be aware of, but once you get a a kid, you're basically sick all the time. Got a special treat for you today. We have my younger sister, Marie, for the pod. Uh, She's beauty. She's grace. Uh, She has not won Miss United States, though. Uh, We have a good time talking about a few different topics. I hope everybody had a fantastic holidays and you're able to spend it with some of your loved ones and you're having a great start to your new year. I hope you enjoy. Marie, thanks so much for joining me. How's the holiday weekend with Pat? It was splendid. Truly a taste of paradise within home. Well, home away from home, but it was very nice. (laughs) And uh, y'all went to like a resort down there in Arizona, right? Yeah, it's about 30 minutes from where we live now, um, back on the east side of Tucson, up in the like Sabino Canyon type area, foothills. It was beautiful. It was absolutely wonderful. Like, it was actually really cool. The resort we stayed at, they, I don't know the technical term for it, but when they built the resort, they wanted to maintain, like, the nature of it. Mm -hmm. So they preserved over 300 saguaro cacti instead of tearing them down, and they preserved a bunch of like uh, reptilian habitats and a 80 foot waterfall as well, which was like really cool to see in person. Were you able to jump off the waterfall or no? Oh, I mean, no, no. Well, we ha- I had the dogs with us. We both uh, had yeah. dogs, so I was not trying to <laughs> go up 80 feet with two dogs. Two dogs that are eight pounds. Yeah, Juno and Hammy, for those who aren't aware, Marie's two amazing dogs, um, but they're both large. Well, I mean, you just went, uh, we were talking about the other week, you just went to the vet, and Hammy's in 90-pound territory now, right? Yeah, I think he's about 86. Um, He turned two in December, he's about 86 pounds. And Juno, she'll be six in April, which is so weird to think about. Yeah, that's wild. She was a year and a half, um, and she's about 60 now, I want to say. Yeah, she's definitely a fluffer. What's your opinion on having more of the non-traditional Christmas activities, like going to resort or, uh, you know, like mom and I went to the basketball game instead of hanging around a house Christmas tree all day? I really think that the magic is what you make of it. 
Um, I, growing up, you know, we had amazing Christmas time experiences with our family. Our dad went above and beyond with, you know, those, what was it, like baking soda or baking powder, Santa footprints and everything. Yeah. Um, and I loved that, and I do still like that, but I think there's also some type of fun when you get to your own age where you can make those decisions and those maybe not some traditions but you can do whatever you want at that point um and it's nice I was a little hesitant at first I was like oh this seems a little little weird um especially because you know my Patrick and I my husband we haven't had a non-traditional Christmas like we've been with family I feel like most years yeah so this was our first like off year in my mind and it was so much fun it still felt magical it was wonderful and you know being able to connect with a bunch of different strangers that are maybe not doing the same exact thing as you but they're in the same place at the same time they're trying to enjoy the holiday and they're doing it their own way and I think watching other people celebrate the holiday is also really fun. So that was another reason why I liked being at the resort. It was fun to see Christmas through so many different people's eyes. Yeah, that's some elite people watching. I didn't think about that. It was absurd. <laughs> it was great. There were kids, there were old people, there were middle-aged people. Like It, it was everything you could think of. Yeah, that was similar. Mom was like a kid in the candy store at the basketball game watching everybody and seeing all the different people because at Mavs games, there's lots of people who dress to the nines because it's Dallas and just go all out wearing all sorts of expensive jewelry, crazy outfits, uh, as well as people that are out there looking, you know, for dates from sugar daddies, that sort of thing. So it's just a whole bunch of different people coming together. You go to a lot of NBA games. Um, have you ever seen, like, A-list celebrities on the sideline? Yeah, there's uh, actually uh, C.D. Lamb was at the Mavericks uh, game this past, uh, or this, you know, Christmas weekend. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of former Cowboys players go to the football games. Also, you know, when TNT's there, I ran into Chuck once. Um, I ran into Gary Payton. So there's definitely always some sort of celebrity at the Mavericks game. Definitely one of the benefits in being a bigger city. I'll be very honest. Um, I have no idea who anybody that you just mentioned was, but I guarantee they're famous. I believe you. <laughs> I'm sure they're like athletes or business people in some way and good for them. I'll have to look them up. <laughs> uh, so no one show that you turned me on to recently was the sex lives of college girls it's on HBO max. Uh, created by Mindy Kaling is that correct or she maybe like wrote it or something I know she's a writer of the show um and 
Yeah, well, producer, maybe not writer, but definitely producer. And her, like, production company, obviously, produced. She's the producer, yeah. Um, By far, one of the best shows I have seen recently. Right? I was blown away. Obviously, by the title, when you told me to check it out, I was very skeptical because I thought it was going to be um just completely skewed towards you know like women obviously that would be the target audience and therefore then maybe i wouldn't have any interest but totally sucked in from episode one couldn't stop laughing so my one of the fun things about this though is i feel like in my head it it's mindy she's very creative um and I think she's aware of how women are portrayed in TV shows, film, etc. And I don't know if you noticed in this show, but men are very much objectified. Like, they are eye candy the whole show. I mean, think of Bella, the character. Like, Yeah. <laughs> The girl's drooling, like, 24-7. It's hysterical, but it also, I feel like she's trying to switch the role, you know? Oh, 100%. I think that's one of the reasons uh, I found it so enjoyable was how refreshing a, a take it was on those kind of college sitcom shows. Oh, I love it. It's definitely a show I would watch over and over and it is definitely one that, like, I so, so wish I had a show like this when I was in college. I don't know that it would have, I don't know what it would have done, because times are obviously different, but, I mean, obviously it would have been entertaining. Oh, yeah. Well, I especially... made some worst decisions, who knows, but... <laughs> And speaking of that, I mean, this one was obviously kind of a glimpse into not only the lives, you know, sex lives of college girls, but much more of a 2022 Gen Z, whatever have you. Um, What were some of the differences you would say from that college perspective versus when you went to college? I mean, I think the show portrayed a lot of different types of people that you would encounter on a regular basis. Um, I think shows in the past, like they don't, they weren't as comfortable displaying people as who they really are. And that kind of comes out like harsh or maybe, oh my gosh, I'm being like too sensitive. I don't know, but I like the fact that they had such a different array of characters. Yeah. Whether you like sexuality or diversity or mindset, whether it be like, I mean, I feel like there are some characters who are a little more politically different than others. Uh, Think of, you know, know, I don't want to like give any spoilers, but there are definitely some there was an episode where somebody came forward about a sexual assault and or some type of scenario like that. And 
one of the higher up males was like, oh my God, why would you ever think that would happen? Blah, blah, blah. And like, that's very accurate. But then seeing him go back, and again, this is a huge spoiler. So if you're watching the show and haven't seen this, don't continue listening. (laughs) But he literally went back and apologized. Like, when have you seen that in TV? That was Yeah, it never happened. That was pretty big. That was nice to see. I really enjoyed that. And it felt more real. Anyway, I could be wrong. I don't know. Um, But it, it was just nice. I enjoyed that. I liked... I love the way Mindy Holling writes. I love the Mindy Project. That's another show I'm obsessed with. I think she's a great writer. What's that on? Service-wise? Yeah. Uh, I want to say it's on Hulu. I feel like that's the last time I watched it. It, it's great. She's start like she's an actor actress in it as well. Um, and then she also had that other show on Netflix that was geared towards the younger teen population. I want to say it was called Never Have I Ever, but I might be wrong on that. Hmm. And then. I have seen that as well, and that's also good. She's also coming out with a uh, Velma series from Scooby-Doo for HBO Max that's going to be coming out soon. I did see that, and I am stoked. I do, ooh, question for you, though. What Thank are you. your thoughts on Mindy Colling and BJ Novak? Do you think he is the father of her children? You know, it's funny you asked that because I was literally about to ask you if they were a couple in real life or if I made that up in my head. They were linked romantically early on and I want to say the mid 2000s, like when The Office was filming, obviously. Yeah. Um, he is the godfather to both of her children. That's known. But like, I don't know. Google it. Look up Mindy Calling, PJ Novak, mom and dad. Like, you'll. There are a bunch of Reddit people that think that he's the father of them, of both of them. I'm convinced. I'd let, convince me that he's not. Yeah, I I mean, I have. Show me the birth certificate. Another show I'm finishing up is uh, Wednesday. That one was another surprise hit for me. I was not expecting it to be that good. I know. I knew you were going to love it. Uh, Jenna Ortega, she is amazing. Yeah, the only other thing I had ever seen her in was the sequel to The Babysitter on Netflix. It's like a horror movie. Yeah, Um, never watched it. I'm pretty sure she started out on Disney. Yeah, she did. Uh, I was Googling her the other day after I'd watched Wednesday. And uh, I forget what part of Disney, but it definitely said something on Disney. And did you see that she um, actually worked, like, pretty closely with Tim Burton on some of the scenes and even with the writing crew and, like, telling them, like, no, Wednesday would never say that. Like, don't put that in there. I'm not going to say that. Really? No way. I did not see that. Yeah, there was, so the whole, that whole dance scene of her, I think, I don't know if it was prom or homecoming, whatever that was. It was, uh, oh, God, 
slash uh, the rave uh, dash N, like a rave yeah. N. Yeah. So she, I think Tim Burton had like something in mind for her, and she was like, no, let me do this. And then she talked about it in some interview. I don't remember where it was. But she was like, yeah, I just kind of came up with it and it just worked out. And then there was another one when she had seen a dress in the shop when Thing was with her and it was right before that. Yeah, the one that she ended up wearing to the dance. And because Thing got it for her. And originally in the script, she was supposed to be like, oh, my God, like just, you know, kind of giving a team girl moment or getting the dress that she wanted. Yeah. And apparently Jenna Ortega read the script and was like, no, Wednesday would not react like that. Like she would never say that. I'm not saying that. I think she went above and beyond for her role. I, I was going to say, that's an amazing call, because even when you described it, I was like, oh, yeah, I can't even imagine her doing it the other way. No, like, she was so well-suited for that role. She yeah, it's one of those times where you truly feel like the actor or actress embodies the character perfectly. It's like oh, what Johnny absolutely. Depp did, uh, Jack Sparrow, the first time. It's oh, like, oh, my God, 100%. yeah. Yep, yep. I feel kind of bad because my first thought to that is, like, that's how Austin Butler thought he was going to perform with Elvis. (laughs) (laughs) He did a good job, don't get me wrong, but, like, that's not... I think it's going to be his memorable piece because it's going to be his last piece, probably. Yeah. I think he burnt himself out with that. Well, and I mean, also, I, I'm just not sure you could get a whole lot of run out of uh, being like a perfect embodiment of Elvis that's kind of past the times at this point. Well, uh, another thing, like, I'm very much into pop culture. I love reading on these things. He, like, didn't talk to his family for like a year or two. Really? Like, After yeah. he got famous? No, 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 getting into the role. Oh, the actor, not Elvis. Oh, my bad. Yeah, no, 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 the actor, who also used to, he dated Vanessa Hudgens for, oh my gosh, I would say, this is off the top of my head, so my facts are probably wrong, but I would say six to nine years. Huge gap, but they were definitely together for a very long time. Wow. And he broke up. Either right before he booked Elvis or, like, in the midst of him signing the contract or shortly after. And I think it was because it just got to be too much. And then he got with Kai Gerber, and I want to say they're not together anymore, but I could be wrong. I know a lot more about random shit than I should. Was this actor also uh, started out on Disney? Oh, that's a very good question. Um, I actually think he was on an episode of Hannah Montana, but I could be wrong. 
Okay, but that's not like how he got initially famous. No, he's been on a. Oh, I mean, I'm looking up his IMDb right now. He's been on a ton of things. He's oh. been in. I mean, things the Bling Ring, Zoe 101, uh, Nancy Classified, Zeke Luther, whatever that is, Wizards of Waverly Place, which that birth. Um, and I'm assuming uh, the Kaya Gerber person oh, you mentioned. Know. Uh, she is also some sort of, uh, Gen Z icon. Well, um, I wouldn't necessarily say Gen Z. Um, to me, that's like normal knowledge, but again. I literally um, had never heard the name Kaya Gerber until just now. It's Cindy Crawford's daughter. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, she's a model. She's 21. She's beautiful. Wow. Um, Owen Wilson, wow. <laughs> wow. No. Uh, you would definitely recognize her if you looked at her. Is she, like, besides a model, like, a uh, actress? But no. Straight up. I mean, she could oh, be. No, I don't I know if she's been her. in any TV shows or movies, but from... What I know of her, she is strictly a model. And someone that dates famous people. But I feel like all famous people date famous people. That's very true. Well, those were the two most recent shows that I watched. Was there anything else that you've been watching recently? I know uh, I've been talking about how the 90s, that 90s show looks good. So your next recommendation for me has been to watch that 70s show. Uh, anything out there that uh, you watched recently or that some people should maybe check out that's an old watch? Honestly, I feel like I'm the last person to ask for TV recommendations at this point. Um, I, I'm too into, like, my comfort shows. But even the ones that I like, like, everybody likes White Lotus. I've struggled to get into that. Uh, the new season of Emily in Paris does not really appeal to me. New Righteous Gemstones uh, comes out in February. That's going to be dope. Yeah. And again, I'm just like, eh. Really? Oh, I love that oh, no. show. Danny McBride is such a silly little bitch in that uh, show. He's so funny. I'll, I don't know. I think I'll probably just have to give it a couple extra tries. I just really haven't been into... It's been a struggle for me to sit down and focus on something I think is the true issue. But, like, Wednesday and Sex Lies of College Girls, those sucked me in so easily. I need something like that that'll suck me in. And I just haven't yeah. anything else like that. I was amazed that the two of those did that back-to-back. Did you and Peg get a chance to watch the new Glass Onion Knives Out mystery on Netflix? No, but I'm not going to lie. I'm not sure we ever watched the first one. Oh, okay. Well, but try we out might both. Have, but again, my memory with movies, TV shows, very minimal. So yeah. could have happened, could not happened. Yeah, Daniel Craig is the detective, uh, Benoit Blanc. 
in both of them. Uh, the first one was definitely better. Uh, the second one was, uh, is decent. Uh, it definitely felt like a Netflix movie. And also, I just feel like with those kind of like detective movies, it's kind of hard to do a sequel because it just feels like the same thing with just different characters and maybe slightly different tweaks to the plot. Give me what your definition of a Netflix movie is. Uh, that's a great question. I feel like it looks generally very bright, like lots of bright colors. Uh, it moves, uh, a faster pace generally. Uh, lots of witty lines, like lots of lines. Um, you know, I wish I had a better answer. I, you know, it's kind of like porn. You know it when you see it. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, I don't. But okay. I forget what that's from, but it was. Uh, oh, I think it, that's from uh, maybe Seinfeld uh, when they're trying to defend some sort of statue or a painting. Um, and they're talking about the difference between, like, art and porn. Yes. Again, the last person you should ever try to quote something from mainstream media to. I watched <laughs> it off. That doesn't mean I know it. Oh, my gosh. So you've now been living outside of Michigan, what, eight years? I graduated high school in 2013. That's when I left Michigan. No, wow, nine. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I didn't really, I came back for a couple of months or so after that, but I didn't really live there after that. Yeah, so coming up on a decade living outside of the Midwest, Oh, what's been your favorite place that you've lived so far? Wow. Arizona, hands down. Um, so in that time frame, let's see, I've lived in Spain, I've lived in Italy, I've lived in Florida, in two different cities in Florida, um, Alaska, and Colorado, and now Arizona. And yeah, no, I, hands down, I feel like I say this all the time, it would take a lot to get me to leave Arizona. And I felt this way about Colorado and Denver before we left. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as you guys, I think you mentioned in the last episode, that was the last time the three of us all lived together, which... Yeah is insane because the time before that was gosh um 2010 11 oh uh, yeah when did no it would have been uh when jake graduated uh college 2012 yeah so yeah around there well, 10 years ago okay so and then we lived there from what twenty October of twenty 
18 to April of 2019, I think. Yeah, sure. Not like together, together, but that was the last time. Um, And I enjoyed it because, you know, I have brothers. It's nice to be around you guys. It's, It's a different, it's a sense of family. It was nice. Yeah, Especially definitely. having our grandparents and our cousins pretty close by growing up. Um, that sense of close by family was just like a nice feeling to have. Yeah. And I will say that is probably the only thing I miss. Um, and I don't want to sound rude when I say this like would I give up Arizona to live with you guys in Dallas or in Texas no <laughs> yeah I say it with love like I love Arizona so much and I love you guys so much uh, and I think we can I can love you both separately <laughs> yeah I was gonna say it's very very it was very hard to leave California and give up year-round heat, so I don't blame you. Especially the dry heat. Oh, it hits so much better than the humidity. It's life-changing. I don't even think it's that for me. I think it's just you know, having sunlight all the time and then having the most beautiful sunrises and sunsets and being able to and I don't think many people know this about Arizona or at least Tucson where we live, but before we moved here, I never knew this. Um, the difference in like daytime and nighttime speed limits. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot. Limit sign. Yeah, that's like a normal, you know, white sign, black writing for the daytime. And it has a, you know, 35, 40 miles per hour speed limit but then right below it it'll have a black with white writing and that's the nighttime it'll be about five miles an hour lower and I was so confused when we moved here because of that but it's because they want to like preserve the nature and not have as much light pollution yeah so I mean, I couldn't really explain to you how it all works, but it's cool. I like it. I see stars all the time, so I love it. Whereas in Michigan, we'd have to worry about if a deer was going to jump out and hit the car and wreck your car. That, but like also, how many times can you think of when you really had a sunny day in the winter? Yeah. Like, I don't want to sound like a bitch, but it was 78 degrees here today. Yeah, I'm super jealous. That was the biggest <laughs> lie that I feel like I was told. Moving to Texas, I definitely felt like I was going to get the Arizona lifestyle, but it is, uh, uh, I mean, we still have winters. Certainly nowhere close to the extent of the Midwest. Um, but, yeah, it's 30 degrees, 26 degrees. If it's below 60, yeah. I don't want it. The family I nanny for, their family flew in from Dallas to Arizona. So. They know my pain. 
Well, let us jump to the quote zone. Quote zone. Quote zone. Um, for my quote, Marie. I don't. I'm scared, but I'm ready. Um, it also, much like my one last week, comes with the accent. Um, my name Jeff. Do you know what movie that's from? <laughs> I'll say it again. My name Jeff. My first guess is Borat. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm sure that's so wrong. Wait, what is it? Uh, I mean, it's still a comedy. Do you have another guess or do you want me to give it to you? Can you give me a hint? Can you, like, give me a extended? Uh, I'll tell you the actor. It's Channing Tatum. Say it again. My name Jeff. Am I allowed to swear? Yeah, that's okay. Sorry. <laughs> the only okay, I would either say Twenty One Jump Street or She's Man. Those things. Oh, so close. Uh, close. Is it Step Up? Without getting wet. Uh no, it's Twenty Two Jump Street. It's when uh they're doing a drug deal in the beginning, and uh Jonah Hill decides to like do a character where he's like a uh, game banger, and so then he tries to get uh, Channing Tatum to do um an accent, <laughs> and that's what Channing Tatum. People, like, no, I'm sorry. Do people do people actually know quotes from that movie? I feel like uh, something's actually wrong with me in the fact that I cannot quote. No, I, I don't think that I've seen. I don't think many people uh, are currently quoting Twenty Two Jump Street besides me. A very small population. <laughs> I will. I, I would like it that. to also be known. I have seen New Girl probably three or four times all the way through. And two of my closest friends in the world did not know that I had seen the show at all once, ever. <laughs> like, they just have no idea. And I'm like, you've, so you've just been sending me memes and TikToks just, like, hoping that I understood that? I'm like, what? <laughs> That's what friends are for. I mean, I get it, but it's not my fault. I don't have the brain space for quotes. <laughs> but did you I bring at least a quote today for me? Oh, shit. Um, wow. <sighs> okay. My quote is something that I have... It's this woman I follow on Instagram. Her Instagram tag is style fit fatty, like F-A-T-T-Y. She's uh, like a married 30 something year old, but she always says like, do something for you every day. And that is something I've been trying to implement for myself more often lately 
whether it be like be a little extra nice to yourself when you're doing your skincare like take a couple extra steps um move your body a little bit more than you normally would if you're feeling sad like get yourself something you want like just do something for yourself that you know is going to make you feel better and is going to make you a better version of yourself in my head is the way that I'm interpreting it um and I've just really liked that lately so that's my quote yeah I'm all for it self-love is some of the best love it is I've been challenging myself to go from five miles a day to walking six miles a day I have been getting a lot of notifications <laughs> on my Apple Watch from you lately. Yeah. I'm proud of you. I'm trying my best. Now, my word of the week. Let's see if you ever, ever heard this one before. Uh, anachronism. Anachronism. Any guess on what it might mean? Um, anachronism. Anachronism. Can you use it in a sentence? Or is that like defeating the purpose? Uh, well, we'll see. Everything was as it would have appeared in centuries passed apart from one anachronism, a bright yellow construction crane. As he reads the fucking Google Dictionary sentence. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so you did Google it to see what it meant. Of course. <laughs> well, yeah, it's uh something that doesn't uh that like belongs to a different period, um, like rather than what it currently is showing existed in. So you know, like time travelers so, would be so anachronism. Like- Mom's creepy doll that she thinks is cute? No, um, think like, um, uh, uh, pick a time traveling thing. If I left, uh, oh, uh, Land of the Lost with, uh, Will Ferrell when, uh, they travel back in the time and he accidentally leaves a lighter. That becomes an anachronism. Or, like, a caveman who microwaves his dinner. It's, like, something that couldn't belong to that time period. And you don't think Kathleen, like, you really think Kathleen was supposed to belong to this time period? Oh, yeah. I guess I was thinking of something that would be a further stretch, because, I mean, Kathleen reminds me of whatever that horror movie is with the doll, and that's in, like, current days. That's what I'm saying. I think she has something that's not meant to be here. Um, but I do get what you're saying with that. Um, I ruined it for you. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. Did you bring a word to teach me? Mm. I'll teach you a word in Hindu. That Ooh. the children I or have taught me. Do you want to learn how to say thank you? Yeah, I'd love to. 
Shukriya. 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 Yeah. Oh, I love it. But um, I have a lot of fun random words that I've picked up. Um, it's actually really funny too, because sometimes the parents will be talking and they'll like ask one another for something and I'll pick up on like one word of it and I'll hand them what they were asking for and they look at me like, oh my God, how did you know what we were just talking about? And in reality, I have no idea what they were talking about, but I heard one word, so I knew what that one word was. Yep. So I just went off that. But it happens very often. And it feels like, I know, but it feels like I have a superpower. So I like using it. Could be. I'm still waiting for my radioactive spider to come bite me. But you live in Arizona, so higher chance to have that happen to you. So congrats. I'm happy for you. I can't wait to watch your story in Marvel in like five years. I was going to say, there's a spare room for you if you want to get bitten. Like bitten <laughs> well, Shukri, I appreciate it. <laughs> that was good. Well, once again, Marie, I really appreciate you hopping on this with me. The first of many times looking forward to it. Uh, I love you to death. And uh, thanks once again for coming on. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I love your times. This is very fun. Yeah, I had a blast. We'll do it again soon, and uh, you have a great rest of your evening. Same to you. Toodles, sir. That's it for the episode this time. I wanted to thank everybody again for stopping on in and giving us a listen. If you have a quick second, remember to drop us a five-star review on wherever you get your podcasts. And I hope you have a great rest of your week, and we'll catch you on the next episode.